welcome to the Gertner Rugby TY Media Team podcast. For this first episode, we have Father Judge with us. You're very welcome, Father Judge. Thank you, Jack and Lisa, or Sarah. So, um, we just a few questions um, for you today. Uh, the first one, what has life been like during lockdown as a parish priest with restrictions preventing you from visiting per- parishioners, you know, and local schools and celebrating Mass with a congregation? Uh, thank you, Jack. A very good question. It, it has been uh, very difficult for me and for all priests. Um, our life is very restricted, even though we're, we're still doing funerals and uh, the very odd wedding and all our masses, we're doing them online. Uh, but we cannot visit parishioners at the moment. We cannot do sick calls unless a parishioner invites us. And then we have to mask up and do all the usual stuff. We kind of went to the schools like we normally did. Yeah. Uh, and as you know, we have no mass. We have no congregation at mass. So that's very difficult. Saying mass to an empty church. Very, very difficult. And sometimes you get bored, bored, bored out of your mind. How are you dealing with or like feeling about the current restrictions around funerals and weddings? And I'm sure it's upsetting to see families to pick and choose who attend their special events. Yeah, I find that the most difficult, Sarah, Uh, especially now they can only have 10 uh, family members at a funeral. And for example, I had a funeral the other day and there was uh, 14 or 15 immediate family members. So it's very, very difficult. And I'll be honest with you, I let 14 of them in because how does a family pick 10 out of the 14? That's impossible, and I think it's very unfair. I think the government are very unfair just allowing 10 people in. And families are grieving so much that it's just ridiculous. And weddings, all my weddings have been cancelled all year. Some of them have been cancelled now three times. Yeah. Three times, because you're allowed six now at a wedding. So who would want a wedding with six people? <laughs> Yeah. So the, the weddings I've had and the funerals I've had, they've all said that they were nice. And some of the people said they were even more personal than having a big crowd. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I suppose there's different views on it. Like, but it's the funeral is yeah. often threatened to have to, you know, yeah. choose 10 or whatever. So it's hard to do yeah, that. Very, very difficult. And then a lot of people stand outside the church and a lot of people go to graveyard and graveyards. There has been a lot of cases happening in funerals, but not in churches. Yeah. They've been happening uh, in graveyards. Uh, I've seen sometimes what we announce now with no shaking hands. People go up and shaking hands and hugging people. Yeah. Uh, we announce now at every funeral not to hug anyone or shake hands, just walk by and just bow. Yeah. And then it's, people it's go so back to houses afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's so different to like what we're used to for oh, our funerals funeral. are always so big and all that, you know. Yeah. Unreal, yeah. And as we come towards the end of Lent and begin to celebrate Easter, uh, how do you anticipate the Easter ceremonies will take place with current restrictions in place? Well, we're lucky here that we have the, we have the live stream webcam. So we're doing everything online. And for example, this week now leading up to Holy Week, we have a three-day tritium of prayer to Padre Pio on uh, for tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. We have yeah. our mass on live stream at 10 o'clock and we have three o'clock afternoon reflection on live stream. And it's amazing the amount of people that join us online and watch yeah. in and pray with us. Um, 
But it is very, very difficult. And Easter will be very different. Nobody in the church, we will be cutting back big time on the ceremony. We won't be doing the usual stuff for, for Palm Sunday, uh, the Passion. We won't be doing any of that. It'll be just very, yeah. very small ceremonies. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard, I suppose, because it's such a sacred it's time. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just, we just, do, we just do what we can, and people are very grateful for for the little bit that we can do online, and they're very grateful. And there's great, pe- a lot of people going to the church every day, praying and lighting candles and doing their own prayers. Yeah, and that's it's great that it is open for people to do that. Yeah. You know, when yes, they yes, can't yes. go to masses. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. And you were saying there about um, the live stream webcam. How can people, um, there are listeners maybe, how can they uh, tune into masses? Well, they can, they can use their phone or they can use their, their, their laptop or their, or their PC. And they can go on, uh, uh, tune into Crestmanet Church, crestmanetparish.com, go on to our website. Uh, or they can go on churchtv.ie forward slash crestmanetparish.com. That's great. And we have the webcam there on all for Lent. And people can tune in anytime and say the prayers. And for the next three days, the rosary will be on all day in the church and they can join in and pray the rosary with us. Well, that's that's good. Yeah, it's very easy. Very easy to join. And people find it very easy to join in. So you can be on the phone, uh, sit in your car outside or at yeah. home or join our PC. Yeah, it's great. And it's well, great that um, from like... Uh, I suppose, um, you know, there's not many churches that have the webcam on the whole time, you know. Yeah. And it's great that you can tune in and just, you know. Well, for those three it. days anyway, we'll have it on all the time yeah. because we'll be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, the most will be on all day, yeah. Um, Do you have a message for people listening during these difficult times? Well, every, t- every day I meet people down in the church or maybe in high knees or in center and the chemists are around the street and people are getting very bored. They're getting very browned off and very upset. And you can sense a little bit of depression creeping in. And what I would say to them is just to try and keep the flag flying, try and keep up and keep going because we are going to get through it. Uh, it will be difficult and next few months will be difficult, but the fact that every country in the world is going through the same thing as us. And it's not just us. Everyone is going through it. And we will get through it. And we will come out of it. And as I said to someone down the street there a while ago, she said she had got the first vaccine. Waiting for the second. And I said, you can give me a bit of a hug so. But when you get the full vaccine, we'll be able to hug and kiss everyone. Exactly. We're, all looking forward, we're all looking forward to getting back to normal and partying. And one thing yeah. I'm looking for, looking forward to is a good pint of Guinness sitting in a bar. Yeah. Uh, That's it. It's so hard on the publicans and all that. that very hard on you. everyone. And I'm so looking That's forward good. to going to a restaurant for a meal. Yeah. Some small little things that we took for granted, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. just to have hope, have hope, everyone have hope, and we will get through it, and we will have brighter days ahead of us. And I feel pretty, very sorry for the next year in, in TY, because TY is a, was always a year for traveling and 
doing different things and to think now that you're doing this podcast from home uh, and I feel sorry for all students you know at home and trying to meet up with your friends and all of that I really feel my heart goes out to you but you want mm-hmm. to have hope as well and knowing that you're going to be part of history part of history you know the young fellas and girls coming up after you will be reading all about this history and you're all part of history and you yeah. look back on it and how you lived through it and what you did and what was good. So you need to have hope as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, do you think young people face any particular challenges today? Uh, I suppose despite COVID, uh, compared to when you were a teenager? I think, oh yeah, young people face a lot of challenges. I, I think the fact that, well, especially during the past year, the fact that you haven't been together that you haven't been yeah. together. And I would worry um, about some young people that are on the constantly on social media and that they cannot talk, that they cannot have a conversation with, with you, that it yeah. has to be on the phone and a text on the phone or a, that they can't sit down in a restaurant or in a, anywhere and sit down and talk. I remember seeing... Um, uh, last year sometime, a, a couple with two of their teenage son and daughter with them in a hotel. And the four of them were sitting around a table, each of them with a laptop. And not one of them spoke to each other. Not one. And I mm-hmm. said, my God, what a way for them two teenagers to grow up. Even their parents weren't talking. Never mind the two teenagers. So yeah. that's one challenge that you're going to face in talking to one another, sitting down and having a chat and not having the phone in front of you at all. Yeah. Social media is great as well, Jack. Social media is great. Like Without without social media, we wouldn't be doing this today. Yeah, that's it too. Yeah. It's it's good to take time to reflect from it too. Yeah, but I hope those Zoom meetings and all those won't take over from sitting down in a room and having a, a proper meeting. Yeah, that's it. Like, cause you can't, you can't replace it. You can't be contact with one another. Do you and, like uh, being a chaplain to Gretner Abbey? What challenges does it pose, or have you any special memories? I have great memories of Gretner Abbey. I've been in Gretner Abbey for a number of years, even before I came to Crossmalina, when I was in uh, parish priest in Magonga. I used to be in Gretner Abbey a lot. And I remember doing retreats in Gorton Abbey as a young as a young priest. You were probably only born then. I have great memories of Gorton Abbey. Gorton Abbey is a great place. It's a joyful place. It's a place where you feel everyone is together, and you're so lucky. You have so much opportunity in Gorton Abbey, and where it's situated there, overlooking overlooking Loch is just fabulous. And you should be yeah. thankful, grateful that you are there and able to do this. There's so much with music yeah. and Fiona and all, all this, all the work that goes on in Burton Abbey is unreal. Definitely, yeah. It's a great school to be part of and a community yeah. to be part yeah. of. Yeah. Um, and do you have to, just one last quick question. Um, do you have to be um, very prepared for us or can you wing things a little bit sometimes? Oh, so when, when you have to be prepared, you have to have the readings looked at and know what you're doing, know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. But sometimes you can just start to talk off the cuff. 
And it's amazing yeah. when, you're, when you are talking, when I'm giving a sermon, I, I, I'd have it typed out, I'd have it printed out in front of me, no, I'm going to say it. But something might come to me, my mind, as I'm talking. And I'll say that, whatever it is, if, if something comes to my mind, I'll say it. So yeah. it can be, um, I enjoy it, I must say, enjoy it. Yeah, little both. Yeah, little both. Yeah, yeah, little both. Yeah, be prepared, I suppose, but you can. Yeah. Oh, you have to be prepared. You can't just go out and nothing prepared because then you might you might let yourself down or say too much. Yeah. Or say, say something you didn't mean to say. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Anyways, um, thank you so much for joining us today. It was great. Thank you, Jack to and Sarah. Yeah. Sometimes see you, see you next year. Hopefully, when this is all over. Yeah. Yeah. God bless. God bless.